You're listening to Inner Sense with Kavita, a podcast that inspires you to make sense of your inner world so you can live consciously and be well. My name is Kavita Satvalekar, and I am a well-being expert, leadership coach, mentor, and author. We spend a considerable amount of time making sense of the world around us, but often forget to take a moment to look inwards and make sense of our inner world, a core that drives our thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. Join me and let's spend the next few minutes separating your truth from your fiction. Let's talk inner sense. Hi, and welcome to part two of my episode on power phrases that changed my life. I do hope that by now you have already incorporated the first two power phrases that I shared in my previous episode into your thinking. As a quick reminder, those were, I get to, as in, I get to do this because it's a privilege and something only very selected few get to experience, and not yet. Once I added not yet to my negative response, I immediately saw it change the outcome. Not yet indicates that I still have time to find that information and also empowers me to expand my knowledge base. Let's use this episode to move on to the remaining two power phrases. Procrastination, in its classic sense, never came easy to me. The kind of person I am, when something is assigned to me, I have an inbuilt, urgent need to complete it, or then, at the very least, to start working on it. However, as I grew older and my responsibilities increased, the need to organize and schedule set in. Once I started prioritizing, I found myself gravitating towards the things that were either easy for me to work on or then fun for me to work on. Isn't that what we all do? I mean, we all try and checkmark those low-hanging fruit on our to-do lists and then gravitate towards working on the exciting things that grab our attention, right? That's when it became necessary for me to start prioritizing. But even with a detailed schedule of what needed to get done by when, I found myself pushing out things that I thought were overwhelming or that would take too much time or that were just simply boring. And that, my friends, is when I realized I had started procrastinating. Remember just a few minutes ago, I said that procrastination never came easy to me? Knowing that about myself, and comparing it to this inconsistent outward behavior of deferring tasks, something wasn't quite right. Foreign to my core nature, I had started delaying working on certain tasks, and unknowingly, this was causing me a lot of stress over time. Subconsciously, I needed to get back to being that person who at least started working on tasks as soon as they were put on my plate. So I didn't even know I was actually looking for a way to stop procrastinating when I came across these two magic words of I will. Instead of saying I want to, I said I will. I will start working on my taxes today. I will exercise today. I will clear out my closet today. 
When I replaced I want to with I will, I added a sense of urgency, but more importantly, a sense of ability, which automatically motivated me to move towards completing that task. So if you know you are a procrastinator, feel free to jump on the I will bandwagon as soon as you can. It will most definitely shift your perspective as well. The next and final power phrase that I'd like to share with you today is actually just a word, but in reality, it's more than a word. It's an attitude. I'll explain. Having grown up in a society where accepting a compliment was equated with being conceited, I never really knew how to react when people praised me for my achievements. So whether it was my boss telling me I had a great year at work before rewarding me with a fat bonus, or a colleague praising me for an idea, or simply someone complimenting the way I dressed, it was always an awkward situation. That said, I never really liked my default response of downplaying my success either. For example, if my boss had told me I had a great year, I would respond by saying, thank you but I have a very supportive team and I have you, a visionary leader, to thank for my success. Or if someone said, I love that dress on you, you look so beautiful, I would deflect by saying something like, oh, this dress, I've had it for years. As you've probably figured out by now, I dreaded conversations that put the spotlight on my success. But deep down, I also knew that I didn't like going unnoticed either. It was a very weird personal dilemma. And on top of that, I didn't realize that every single time I reacted awkwardly, I was creating an unwanted impression of myself both internally and externally. What I mean is, internally, I was giving in to my inner critic and accepting that my success came by chance. And externally, I appeared less confident and less competent. This was never my intention. Even though this dilemma clearly bothered me, I found myself ignoring the problem and not doing anything about it. It was only when a dear mentor of mine took the time to point out what was really happening that I decided to focus on it. After spending a considerable amount of time thinking through my reality, I realized my behavior was causing me more harm than not. So it needed to change. And just then, my mentor shared that word, that attitude that I mentioned just a few minutes ago. It took some time for me to make it my own. And now, anytime anyone wants to shine a light on me or on my accomplishments, I whisper the word indeed under my breath, smile, and only then respond. If I have to replay the incidents from earlier, my responses will be very different. For example, if a boss were to praise me now and tell me that I've had a great year, my response after whispering the word indeed in my head would be, thank you, it has been a great year. I've worked very hard and I'm extremely thankful for my supportive team and a visionary boss like you. By acknowledging what my boss says, I can now show 
that I am grateful that my boss noticed my hard work. I can also show that I believe in and respect myself and that raises me up a notch in the eyes of my boss. If I respect me, then they automatically need to respect me. We all know that there is power in the spoken word. What we often forget is that there is also power in speaking positive words to ourselves. The words we say to ourselves can transform our present and shape our future. While spoken words encourage emotional processing, power phrases help build a positive environment suitable for continued growth. Power phrases empower us to take action and manifest qualities that are important to us. So take the time to identify power phrases that complement your perceived shortcomings because they will serve as your personalized empowering statements. I get to, not yet, I will, and indeed are the four power phrases that changed the course of my life. When you make the effort to add these four power phrases into your daily vocabulary and these four attitudes into your personality, you will see your mindset grow. But don't stop here. Identify your own power phrases, those that enable you to blossom and grow into the person you know you can be. Then start using those as well. So with this new understanding of your needs through inner sense, learn how to best complement your shortcomings through purposeful changes in your thinking. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inner Sense with Kavita. I hope today's episode helped you look a bit deeper and understand yourself a bit better so you can consciously move towards a state of well-being. If you liked what you heard, please comment below, share this information with someone you think will benefit from hearing it, and do subscribe to my podcast so we can stay connected. To learn more about me, please visit my website at innersensecoaching.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn or follow me on Instagram. Live consciously and stay well. Thank you.